Welcome to the Kindness Chronicles, where we hope to inject the world with a dose of the Minnesota nice that it desperately needs. I am uh, joined here with my faithful companion. Hello, John. Kevin Gorg. You may know him from Fox Sports North, Canterbury Park, and uh, Culver's drive through <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I love a good butter burger. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Yeah, that would be a great Oh, sponsor. God, do I love Culver's. Oh. And would you like to introduce our special guest here? Well, I, I would. Now, most now know her as a KFAN personality, and that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I think of her more as a golden gusty. And I thought you were going to say gold digger. No, golden gusty. I was like, sure. And if they ever do an NHL live show, because why wouldn't they, right? NBA basketball has theirs. This might be a different version, but Carly Zucker, you know the voice. We love her. We adore her. Carly, welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there's no way I could be on one of those shows. I would have no confidence left after that show. Yeah, but you're so real. We've talked about this before. You lay it all out there, which is so... We've Wonderful. heard that Good you, some, bad. you somehow destroyed the filter along the way. Jason doesn't accurate? always love that aspect of you. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the thing. I will say he definitely knows who he married. Oh, of course. And the greatest thing about him is that, like, I mean, we can just say it. When I sent a Paul Fenton tweet once upon a time, oh God, that could have caused a potential divorce. But he just says to me, he's like, you're a grown up and now you have to deal with the consequences of your tweet. And I'm like, oh, like that's almost worse than him being mad. I miss him. But what I miss more is wild games when she tweets, Ugh. like when we're on the road and, he, and he'll score a goal. She has had some of the best one-liners. <laughs> and literally, I'm I'm always on Twitter during the game because... That's what you do. Yeah, we You got to follow the stats. You got to follow the stuff. And there was a time when people thought, and this is how more like, moronic people can be, and they were all over Carly on Twitter because Jason was scoring all these goals on the road. Oh, he God, had like yeah. a six-game streak on the road. And whether it was the charitable stuff with Give 16. We just had Hendricks. The new baby. Obviously, Carly and the baby were distracting Jason at home. Yes, That's why he sleep. wasn't scoring in St. Paul. And she had, I mean, she just was so good. Like She was so frontal with the fans. Like, okay, you want to play that game? Yeah. We'll play the game. It you was awesome. Have to. You have to. Like. No, you don't want to. Well, I truly feel like I had, like I, when I got into the business, especially with KFAN because of their fan base, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Like you just have to be able to. And especially with sports too, like there's good games and bad games. Like, and Jason's really good about that. But yeah, we, I had a lot of fun with that. I miss that type of stuff. That's the best part of the fan though. Like the PST, I get a lot of grief about two epically bad takes I had. They were bad takes. The hundreds of pounds, the two nothing lead. I can't work a wild game (laughs) where there's a two goal lead involved. Like, of course, a couple nights ago in Vegas. I've used that line against you. They they just come after, they just come after me. And so you just, it's the greatest. You have to learn to laugh at yourself. Once in a while you're proven right. Once in a while. Well, if you watch the game two nights ago, how'd that two goal lead work out for the the wild? And the guys love you. And that's something you said for that too. Like they absolutely adore you. Yeah, I love the nicknames. K train. Yeah, the K train one we'll get into someday. That, that isn't me. Okay, that is about another wild player that had a cup of coffee in St. Paul. It's a story that Darby Hendrickson told me. I obsessed over the story, and all of a sudden, him and Andrew Burnett are calling me the K-Train, and now these dummies pick up on it, and I'm like, that's not my name. I'm not <laughs> the K-Train. You're K-Dog? No, <laughs> I'm not K-Bone. K-Dog. No, you're T-Bone. No. <laughs> it's a little Seinfeld. I am reference. George Costanza. I take great pride in everything about George, but no, 
I've never, I've never been Kevin. Do you really like George? Can I show you something then? I this love George. This isn't going to be great for on air, but we can describe it. Oh, that's okay. It. We'll describe this it. Yeah, radio. this is really great. We're yeah, not on radio. Is, it's no, this it's is close enough. So, so bad when I do this, but you talk some monsters. What's ball? Yeah, no. Okay, so I, so I'm, no, you something you guys bald. also probably don't know about me. I'm really, I am really good at seeing doppelgangers. Uh-oh. So like I don't like where this is going. No 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 no. It's not, don't worry. It's very funny. It's like so when I see something, I can't get it out of my head. So I do it to my family a lot when I see something, and then I'll send it to. Well, them. if this is so comparing K Train to uh, no, 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 T Bone, no, no. this is gonna be, you're gonna uh, love this. So this was Hendrix as a baby. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah yeah. yeah. So, so what so, she's showing us oh, is a picture so of good. the uh, the famous George Costanza Costanza posing in his boxer shorts, in his boxers yeah, across the couch or whatever the lounge stretching out. Yeah yeah yeah. And, and, and Hendrix, our, our is, sweet Hendrix, did the same thing. Oh, they had the same hairline. Yeah. And then like this my is hairline. my brother. This is what I do all day. So and then this is my brother. If you remember, um, Wedding Crashers. Then oh, he and was the he was the painter guy that was kind of uh, yeah, well, not so, kind of he was so nuts. that's what I spend a lot of my time doing when Jason's on the road. Besides tweeting, tweeting and that. tweeting is yeah. good. Yeah. Well, we're here because of uh, the uh, the relationship that the Zucker family has with a place that's near and dear to those of us who are Masons. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten to know uh, Carly from. A distance uh, at the uh, the variety of different Masonic Children's Hospital wine fests, and uh, I think you've served as MC. You've done a whole bunch of different things, but uh, um, the my, my last recollection was you and your husband were there, and you were looking lovely, and he was wearing a tux, and let's just say he wears a tux a little more. <laughs> Uh, oh, we wear looks, loose clothes. He looks and he, so good. In he does suit. look good. In he a does oh, that he maroon one so, he has. Yes. The maroon one I love. So but good. he's kind of got the short pants yes. look and the no socks. And my God, wife I'd love to wear. She goes, I'd love to be able to look like just that just for one fun, more time. Just once, you know what? Anna, no, I'm not going to go. There. Don't go. <laughs> don't go there. That's not charitable I'll at all. Be editing that out. Edit here. Don't do that. Um, but uh, you know. There are, I would imagine, options that are endless for your philanthropy, uh, the impact that you could have on a charity here in town, but you really seem to have embraced the Masonic Children's Hospital. Why? What, what, was, what connected you? Yeah, well, besides our relationship with Tucker Hellstrom, which I think is well-documented and super Well, tell important. us a little bit about oh, Tucker. T- yes, well, t- oh, Tucker Hellstrom was, when we met him, um, the sweetest eight-year-old boy on the planet, but also with so much personality and edge, like super kind and always very giving. Um, and stories that his mom will tell are wonderful about him and how much he cared about other people. But Tucker also was not afraid to give Jason hockey advice whenever we would visit. And so it was, he was, would tell him, you know, if he's not playing well, he'd be like, you got to shoot more and you got to back check, <laughs> was back check harder, back, back check, check harder. harder. Yeah. yeah. And shoot more. So Jason got the tattoo of, of Tucker saying, shoot oh, more. Come on. And, yeah, his, and the right, the day before Tucker passed, he gave Jason a hockey card of his, of himself and his signature on the back. Oh my God. So Jason got that signature too on his wrist because he's a big tattoo guy and big meaning, like a lot of meaning in his tattoos. And so, um, but yeah, Tucker was, at, I mean, he was such a light and he continues to be and he, cause he's influencing team Tucker, which his mom is carrying on. Uh, Dana Hellstrom has started team Tucker and does a lot for the children in the community that might not have resources for sports. And so she helps organize that. And, um, 
bringing people to the hospital. They're called VIPs. And so she brings kids to the hospital or parents um, that, because something that a lot of people don't know about Masonic, I think, is the duration of time people spend at Masonic Children's Hospital. You obviously know that really well, but when people are like, well, why'd you build the Zucker Family Suite and Broadcast Studio? What are kids going to do with that for a day? They don't necessarily, or the end zone. Um, and I mean, of course, unless you have an experience with the hospital, you wouldn't know this, but and the end zone is the Kyle, the, Kyle the Rudolph Kyle end Rudolph zone. Yep, end yep, zone. yep, yep. Which is just a wonderful space for kids to go and play. Um, but families and patients there spend a ton of time there. It can be months. It can be years. It can be on and off for years. And so for them to have spaces there to go to and feel familiar outside of the hospital, they don't feel are a hospital room, um, are super, super important to have. And so that was one of the reasons um, when we met Tucker and his family, something that was really important to them was to have these spaces. When we would visit Tucker in the hospital and we'd go for treatment, we would bring our children. And Sophia would come and play with his sisters because they were about the same age as Sophia. So they would go into... Um, a small room that had some toys that had some coloring, but it was really geared towards young, young kids. So, and it was a fine space. They did a really nice job with it, with the resources they had, but like, that's why you give there. That's why people, you try to come in and we started the give 16 campaign because we were like, well, what can we do to create bigger spaces and almost more adult spaces? Because there's teenagers that are patients there. There are older young adults that are patients there. And they might not want, or their siblings might not want that room with the younger toys and the coloring. So the Zucker Family Suite and Broadcast Studio um, was influenced in the idea that it would be another space for patients there to go and have creativity, um, a little bit more of an adult experience. And so through our experience there with Tucker and just seeing what the staff does there, um, what's provided there. We tried to build something that would have longevity and help patients feel like they're not necessarily in the hospital. It is, it's absolutely to me, the centerpiece of the life that that hospital has. You know, when you, uh, when I take prospective donors to the, uh, to the Masonic children's hospital, we always spend time at the Zucker family suite, the, uh, the, the Kyle Rudolph end zone. They've got some outdoor space that I believe John Sullivan yes, from the Vikings yeah. played a role in raising money for, which has got some, you know, like, like kids can actually go out there with their IVs and they have, uh, you know, a, a way to go down a slide wearing your IV. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really amazing how, uh, you know, inventive they've been with those spaces. And you know, it, it's like, it just, they keep like Expanding. getting space. Yes, Where is yes. the space coming from? I know. And I love that because um, what you don't know when you start building those spaces, spaces are the specialty items or things that need to be in there, being able to have a spot for your IV. Um, it has to have certain um, standards for cleanliness, of course, you know, that surfaces have to be of a certain standard. And so when you're building those spaces, it's really important. And it's not just as simple as building a normal playground. You have to make it so that it's functional for kids that have IVs or are in wheelchairs or can do things like that. So, um, and that takes donors. It takes people coming in because the hospital is, has enough to fund with research in their rooms and all right. those things. And so it really takes people coming in and saying, I would like to build this space, um, for the patients and families there. And I know that, uh, you know, the Zucker family, the, was it Zucker or Zucker? Okay. So, it's Zucker like Hooker Zucker is like how I Hooker. try to That's say it. That's a very so, creative way to yeah, never So the that. weirdest thing to me, and you know this, is that in the media guide, it's spelled Z-O-O. So of oh. course people are going to say zoo because that's what how zoo is spelled. So people say Zucker. That is the only thing that pet peeves him is that 
He it's, doesn't like being called Zucker, but we say, I say Zucker most of the time. If like, if I'm saying my name to someone, I say Carly Zucker because it's, if they have to spell it or it's so much easier than saying like Zucker because they're kind of like, well, is that a, is that Yeah, yeah it does confuse people, but so I'm sorry yeah. for this. So it's, uh, no, easy. Zucker like hooker okay. is how I say it. And you'll always remember that if I'm like Zucker, Jason I, I says will. Zucker like booker. You but won't I'm like, forget it. No, it's that? more fun. The other yeah, way it is. You're never going to remember that. And to get us back on the rails. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's ever been to a hospital, especially with your children, and we've all, mm-hmm. I think, been there, um, a, a welcome distraction, right? And sometimes the athletes come by and they spend some time there, which is a huge distraction, and it's awesome. But for people that are there a long time, for weeks or months, or as you mentioned, Carly, for years, to have a space that truly, for hours on a day, can be a an, an welcome distraction, mm-hmm. not only for the kids, but for the families, where they can spend time together and you think of a broadcast studio, kids and families are always fascinated with putting themselves on the radio or on TV. Mm-hmm. Go to the state fair sometime and watch like the twins will Absolutely. do that thing where you can do a broadcast. People love that kind of thing. That to me is the heart and soul of what you guys put together. It was it was done with thought mm-hmm. and there's a process to it. And for families to have that, I, I think it's got to be just a godsend for folks to have something so significant at a place when they're going through a really hard time. Mm-hmm. And if you can find a day where you can make some memories and get your mind off what you're dealing with, then that's the idea of the whole concept. Yeah, and the the, the legend of, of Tucker is that he had a, a, a Zucker jersey. Yes, well, it was a T-shirt that he had, and he crossed off the Z and put T, so it said Tucker, so it was Tucker <laughs> and Zucker. And so when they Jason was on the visit with the Minnesota Wild, and when he... Um, met him by almost by chance it truly was it was like they had this immediate connection serendipity so, so he yeah. did that before he knew he was going to meet jason yeah oh yeah. that's he, he was, wanted his name on the jersey he awesome. said he was going to give it to who, whichever player stopped by he was going to just give it to the player to give to jason and so he had oh, no he no had no way. idea it was going to be jason and then jared spurgeon and jason um, were in that room and that's what happened so it was really felt i mean whether talk it's serendipity fate. or fate no, like really you, talk about fate i know you feel like and it, i mean and i will say it absolutely I mean, as much as people are like oh it's so nice for the athletes to visit, like it absolutely changed our lives it changed our lives dramatically from when we met him um and so we would not we would not be who we are today without that experience and, and he had osteosarcoma osteosarcoma yeah so bone cancer is that the same thing that zach sobiak yep. had okay yep yep yep, yep. From the famous song Clouds, which yep. uh, if you're oh, yeah. hitting YouTube, hit Clouds and get grab a box of tissue. Oh yeah, gosh, exactly. I know. Especially the one where Brian Cranston and all those celebrities uh, sing. Yeah, along. I can't watch. Oh, it's, it's, so sad. it's unbelievable. I hosted um, date. For, I used to host Date for Life, and which was an event that his mother puts on. Oh, really? And so um, I was able to meet him before he passed, okay. and her, yeah, um, just briefly. But it was when he. It was right when he had. Um, written the song. And so it's a cool moment, but very yeah. cool. Yeah. There's a lot of very inspirational children out there, which is pretty impressive. And can you just tell us, you know, we lost Tucker. Yes. And, yes, yes. Uh, 2016, right around uh, July 4th. And, uh, he took a part of Jason with him or Jason took a part of uh, him with him. He's got some tattoos. Yes. Did we talk about that here or did we talk about that before? Both. I think. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, yeah, Jason, um, Jason's more. Big into, more. he's big into tattoos that mean something. He has a ton of tattoos. He has K-Train on his covered. lower back, yeah. just for the record. <laughs> oh, Costanza. 
Sorry. With just like your face. Delete, delete. <laughs> delete here, edit, please. Sorry. It's so awesome because like Jason's brothers are huge into tattoos too, but one of his brothers doesn't care what it is. Like it's just about getting something. He's covered like fingers <laughs> to toes he's covered and he has a caricature of his sister on his back calf and we make fun of him all the time for it. But yeah, so Jason's are more, more meaningful and so yes, so he... Um, when Tucker gave him a hockey picture of himself with his signature, he got that tattooed on his wrist, which was super important for him. Really cool. Good reminder for Jason, I think. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Jared Spurgeon. Yes. Uh, um, Captain Spurgeon. Captain Spurgeon. Spurge. Who's without question my favorite player in the wild because he's about 5'7". The program says 5'9", but it's not true. Oh, that's such a lie. And he's just... He plays, he plays remarkably like well it's in a league that's... Filled with forwards that go 6'3", 220 in the corners. He comes out with the puck 9 out of 10 times, and right? And you know his story. His story is unbelievable. It's it's remarkable. Yeah. I, I'll never forget. I think I've told the story before, but I'll I'll shorten it for now. Dan Terhar and I were up in Calgary. We had gone to a late movie, and we get back to the hotel uh, about midnight, and we see this taxi pull up, and this looked like a kid. <laughs> Like a 12-year-old kid getting he out of the car. with like a 12-year-old kid. And back then, they played in Houston. So they had the Houston Wild logos on it. And I'm like, oh, they got some new stick kid here, Terrar. Look at this. Oh, my God. No, and we were being serious. Like this, okay, there's a kid that came up from Houston to maybe help out our equipment staff to help out Tony DaCosta. So the next morning, we're at Morning Skate. You know, we're just going through our normal routine. I got my highlighters out. We're coloring all the, the programs and stuff. And all of a sudden, Terrar hits me. And he's like, dude, that kid's on the ice. And I'm like, What? He goes, that 12-year-old we saw last night, he's on the ice. I'm like, what is it, a make-a-wish thing? And we felt like idiots because all of a sudden, we watched the game that night, and this kid's damn good, and he's not 12 years old. He's actually, at the time, like 20. Yeah, and he had Zach Spurgeon at the time. He's been up ever since. So it is a great story, but it just reminds me of probably why a lot of teams didn't take the chance on Jared Spurgeon and what an overachiever he's been throughout his career because he's not only good, he's one of the best 6-10 to defensemen in the league mm-hmm. at probably five seven five eight 160 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, and, I, yeah, I haven't seen 160 pounds since about fourth grade. I don't yet. want to talk about <laughs> weight right now, okay? Yeah, These chairs are very comfortable. Yeah. We can talk height, though, because yeah. Jared, yeah. yeah. I'm um, taller than Jared Spurgeon. Yes! That's yeah. the one. And they, <laughs> they are just, their whole fan, like him and his wife, they are captain material. Well, they do have Europe, a lovely so. family. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's the, right out of a picture book. Yep. on uh, Fox Sports was just, what a great They great are program. just, yeah. Good people. And great just, people. I mean, they're high school sweethearts, solid human beings. Along those lines, Kevin and I have been friends since... Since we were in college, and when he uh, became, as I like to say, our, I love our, when you say minor it. local celebrity. I love it. I, I love major celebrity. I, oh, he's major, major, major nothing. Right. Anyway, go on. Anyways, I always, I'm less interested about how people are doing on the ice, and I want to know what they are behind the scenes. And of course. I always ask him, like, you know, who are the great guys on, you know, in the in the locker in, room in the. Don't they call it the room? They call it the, the, room. the room. If you're part of our yeah. group, we do call the it room. the room. The room. He, yep, she knows. With two O's like Zucker. Yes. Sorry. Yep. But in the room, um, you know, you've experienced a lot of professional athletes in, you know, in both of your lives. And let me just say one thing. Hockey players, I've been around all sports all my life. Mm-hmm. They're as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and, and I've, you know, because many of them came from Minnesota. I mean, there's something... Yeah, we're good people and here. Lot, Minnesota yeah. nice, remember? And a lot of them settle here. A lot, if they marry a Minnesotan, like they settle, Justin Morneau, I mean, not a not an NHL player, but married a Minnesota girl. 
stick around. So Me. who are some of those people that just, you know... Outside of Jason? Outside of Jason. Who, yeah. as you know, I've known since he was a college player at DU, and I have a little man crush I, on. He's just... And now he's playing He's with a your, good kid. He's now playing with your true man crush. 87. Oh. Yeah. My guy. My guy. It's hard to name even a couple because they're all very, very good, like, behind the scenes. Like, even start at the top with some of the older players like Parisian Suter. These guys do a ton of stuff. Miko Koivu had the suite, obviously, where people could come. Uh, but Matt Dumba stands out right now. If, if, if I had to pick one player on the roster right now that goes above and beyond, day in, day out, week in, week, week out, practices what he preaches, it's Matt Dumba. And just again last weekend, I was reminded of yeah. his charitable giving as he put hockey together a camp yeah. for, for kids that never had any chance of going to a hockey camp other than this. And there's going to be hockey players that come out of this. There's going to be stories that come out of this. Matt is always the guy that when the wild needs someone to raise their hand to go help somewhere, he's the first one to go. Mm-hmm. He shows and up. he's just a remarkable human being. That's and so I've seen the flip side of living in his shoes. Like I know Matt well enough where he's shown me some of the, the feedback that he gets on social media from people who maybe aren't as nice. And the fact that he just kind of brushes some of that negativity off and just lives his life and does it his way. Uh, it's remarkable. He, um, yeah, he, we need to celebrate Matt Dumba more often. I'm glad we had a chance to do it over the weekend on Hockey Day, Minnesota. Um, but they're just, they're all willing to get involved. Marcus Felino, another one of those guys that loves to help people out, comes from a great family. Mom died of breast cancer. Him and his brother, Nick, who's a captain down in Columbus, have done a remarkable job of raising money for people going through that. Um, just was their dad a professional? Was he the played Buffalo for the Buffalo Sabres? Sabres. Yeah, yeah, he has that. He did card. that. He did that like jump that that what, the jump when he scores. Yeah, when he jumped. And yeah. Marcus tried and failed miserably. Yeah. And people give him a hard time. <laughs> I about always it. ask the boy. Yeah, I was like, do you guys try to do that? He's like, I tried once and I failed. So no, <laughs> they don't do it. But. I was a goalie. I didn't do much jumping in no, my days. No. Yeah, Carly, any names come to mind? Um, on the wild specifically. Well, so? not the wild specifically. Just you know, I you know, obviously well, the sheesh. Um. I mean, there were a lot on the wild. I mean, we were really lucky to be close. I mean, like I said, Spurgeons are some of our best friends still to this day. Um, but the Crosbys, they're very private, so I will not talk too much about them because I honestly just feel like I should give them their privacy. But they are as, a, as good of people as you would want them Is that to be. Right? Yeah, that's so fun to hear. Um, Kathy Crosby, they're well, they're not married, but they have been together a very, very long time, and she is the most welcoming captain's wife as much as Dan. I mean, a Danielle to me is the perfect captain's wife. Kathy is as well. They reach out to everybody. They welcome you. They're kind. doesn't matter if you've been in the league for one year or you've been in the league for 10 years They're They welcome you with open arms, which I think is super important because to have a successful team, you also need to have the friendships on the team and have fun and have camaraderie. And I think that that's really been fun to see in the wild. I feel like this year we've seen a lot of them having a really fun time. And I love to see that. And with the Pittsburgh too, they're extremely close. The guys are just so close. They, a lot of them have won two cups together. And so they're very close and it comes from the leadership and Crosby is that much of a leader. He follows the rules. Um, he's pretty down to earth guy, right? For a guy that's got unbelievable, but that's, I think because they stay so private, that's partly why, um, that they just are very, and, and I mean this in the best way, they're very simple people in the absolute best way. He, he gives to me kind of a Joe Maurer vibe. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, just yes. a very, you know, yeah. there's no. It's a good flashiness. comparison, actually. And like, not super complicated in the way, like, you don't have to try to unpack him too much. Like, he's just a good guy. And he's, he's not a guy that seeks out the spotlight, but a long time ago, 
Gary Batman in the NHL pretty much made it clear that you're going to be the face of this league, so we're going to need you to do some certain things. It's not something he loves to do, but I'll give you an example. When we're doing wild games in Pittsburgh, you know, we, we can get players from the opposition's team, but we don't get to get the superstars unless they have a connection to Minnesota. Like, we'll get David Backus a couple years ago in Boston because he's a Minnesota guy. We don't get the superstars on those teams unless there's some connection. I've asked for Sidney Crosby three times, and three times Sidney Crosby's come out to do an intermission interview with Joe Schmo here, who they don't know in Pittsburgh. That's the kind of class and character that you want from your leaders. Talk about welcoming. Talk about people that are willing to give back in the littlest ways that can make a difference. It's a huge deal for us back in Minnesota to have 87 on our show. He has no reason to do it, but he does it. And he does it not just for us, but for everybody. And he well, does a lot of camps for young girls um, in hockey. And again, sister was a goalie, right? Yeah. And she, I've met her. She is amazing. No she kidding. Is so cool. Yeah. She went to She's like super, super cool. Oh, yeah. She's okay. like cool, smart. I was like, oh, so your whole family's cool and smart. Well, it is a wild game day, and oh, I know yes. that uh, that KG's got some uh, some things, and I know that Carly, you have three children that are probably tearing your house apart right now. Yeah, I mean, I should probably get back to that. <laughs> sure, no. it's nice to sit in these comfy chairs in this lovely yeah, studio I mean, you built. Yeah, I'm just take a nap. It is. I we love are, these are, chairs, no, dude. We're coming they're... to you from the uh, from the ante room of the uh, the Ames Lodge Room here at the Masonic uh, Heritage Center. And uh, we hope that uh, you all get an opportunity to come and check it out. Uh, just want to thank you, Carly, thank for, uh, you. for coming in. I could talk in. to Thanks, you Carly. all day. Thank you. This is awesome. This is a really cool really, podcast you guys are working on. I love and, it. And, and truly, you know, it, when you're in the, the philanthropy business, you know, the, the, the gift of people's interest is really important. And obviously, the gift of your financial investment, you know, we've been able to do the things that we've been able to do because so many brothers within the fraternity and, and members of the Order of the Eastern Star have just generously and, you know, just given to mm-hmm. us to uh, to do something meaningful with their treasures. But the gift of your influence, and I know that that's, you know, in addition to the gift of your investment, that uh, folks like uh, you and Jason and, you know, the, uh, the Greenway family and the Rudolph family, and we could go on and on. The gift of that influence is really what is so meaningful to the community, and I'm just you know grateful that we have folks like you in the community, and even folks like you, Kevin. And even you. Well, and I got to be honest, <laughs> they're giving again. Like Carly Zucker is giving again because she brought us together for this for this podcast this morning, and I'm kind of like I feel like Luke Skywalker, and you're my Yoda. I'm amazing so in training, and I'm so excited to be yes. learning about. All the masonry. I'm very, very excited about Kevin, it. Excited for you, Kevin Thank you, Yoda. The, yeah, he's he's in the process of uh, learning the handshake, you will. Mm, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know, right? <laughs> and might I quickly add before I go, I should have probably said this earlier, but just uh, like I think that part of the reason so many athletes are involved too is because of the community that Minnesota is as a whole. Yep. And that says something about the fans, the media. There is, I think, just a greater community than just the athletes wanting to give back, but it's truly built into the fabric, I think, of what the Minnesota community is. And so it goes much farther than just what the guys can give back or Masonic can give. I mean, it's just such a community as a whole. So I think that's really important. The fans. If you play here, you're beloved. And like Jason isn't going to spend his whole career here in Minnesota, but he is going to be beloved here forever. Oh, absolutely. And you're right. Minnesotans, when, when you come to our, to our spot here and you do good things, both on the playing field or on the ice and in the community, that's it. People are like, you're our guy. And he's our guy. And that matters because again, with our, with give 16 campaign, it was kids giving $16. It was people giving a dollar 60 that 
let us you know raise over 1.5 million dollars so that was it, really that's so it was cool. the fans it was the i get kids. excited was, every time yeah, i hear those numbers i mean it was the kids it was the fans and it really was a collective effort and so it's like you can't short i can't short change anybody who's given us any amount of money so that's really important too or the support so and if you're looking for a great podcast that talks about you know the the work of many Minnesota community members and the impact that they've had, uh, Carly's yes, got we have a- overtime with Carly Zucker is on Fridays at six thirty. Sometimes bumped to seven. Sometimes bumped otherwise. If your sports get in the way, no, it's fine. Um, the fan has to do what the it. fan has to do, yeah, right? And if you you know if you go to the iHeartRadio app, it's for free there too, and you can always podcast the episodes. And we have really interesting conversations with people about kind of like what you the why the what why are you giving back? Why are you doing what you do? Um, and we have some fun with it as well. So, well, thank you very that. much, Kevin. I know you've got wild players yeah, to talk to. It's going to be great. Get Zoom calls are coming. Tonight. I can't wait. Big game Vegas tonight in tonight. Vegas. Let's go. Okay. Thanks, All right. Guys. Thank you.